Hello and welcome back to XP Waste, where 92 is half of 99, but 85 is half of 92. I'm Michael. And I'm Oxy. Michael had to rehearse that opening and laughed through it for some reason. I, it definitely wasn't my fault. I definitely wasn't teasing him through the headset when he first <laughs> tried. He had to walk away off camera because I just kept being an asshole because he kept his headphones on. So, oh, it's true. So, it's so, true. Hope you guys liked it. We had, we had to do the math for that opening, too. We like calculated it all out because oh, you know how good we are at math. Um, but no, if you're new around here, welcome. We're we are terrible at math. That's not a lie. But this isn't a math podcast. This is an old school <laughs> RuneScape podcast, which I hope is why you found us. And hello, welcome. We do old school RuneScape things. We talk about the game. We play the game. We sometimes complain about the game, but we mostly just talk about the game. If you're not new around here, MB sent us candy, and that was a mistake, because I've done nothing but pound macadamia nuts and lychee gummies for, like, a week straight. So, you know, we're... <laughs> the summer beach bot is looking real fine oh, these days. At this point, my blood is, like, lychee and pineapple. So... I don't know. Did I... I think I hid them from myself. I think I, I actually... I, I can't remember where I put them. There was... We, we opened these up. So, so MB sent us some candies from Hawaii. Because I think she was either working out there or stationed out there. Uh, I'm not sure which, because she does, like, super classified cool shit. Um, <laughs> and she sent us, like, candy from Hawaii that Michael then sent half to me. Uh, we ate them during the most recent extra episode recording that should be out two days before this episode comes out. Um, and he was like, I have to hide these things because I'm going to eat them all. I mm -hmm. did not do that. I just like sat there and kept on crunching on gummies. And <laughs> the extra episodes are like pretty unedited. So there's going to be a lot of bag, a uh, lot of bag crinkling, yep. a lot of bag and crinkling. mouth noises. So and mouth noises. <laughs> Nothing we love more than bag crinkling and mouth noises. We add some keyboard clicks and mouse clicks in there. You've got like prime XP waste. That's like People pay for that via ASMR stuff. So, hey, you know That's what? The thing. We're we're not ASMR streamers. Like we don't we don't have like ASMR equipment. We could just like get really close to the microphone and make mouth noises. Like that's not the same thing as ASMR. If I had nails, I cut them short. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. Tapping on nails, not cutting nails. Cutting nails is totally fine. But like, just picture like a, a monster, like clacking its nails against the glass or something like that or like the raptors yeah. from jurassic park like tapping their uh claws against the floor listen if i was a raptor and i needed a job i definitely would become an asmr streamer like you're built for it i mean depending claws, on man. i was i mean depending especially the jurassic park raptors have really good sound design so you could probably I make a lot them. of really cool noises um yes i found them so you can see that almost all of the small pink ones are gone and I've been saving the pineapples because uh, they're my favorite. I didn't save shit. I pounded. it. We did, I think, <laughs> we ran uh, some hard mode theater of blood. Gone. Absolutely gone. I was like, Yoink. oh, no, I died at hard mode Nilo. Time to stuff my face with pineapple rings. Like, <laughs> you know. Um, oh, man. So what did you do this week? You said you just, I mean, you mentioned hard mode. What did um, I do this week? I've actually had a I've actually had a pretty big week. So on the groupie, we're just making games. We got full graceful. We got sixty agility, nine hundred laps at Canifus. Glad to not do that anymore. Currently doing fruit stalls for fifty five ish thieving for um 
for Artie Knights and Desert Treasure. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, making some you know, making some moves in silence, like the lasagna or whatever the phrase is, <laughs> um, on the groupie. But on the main, it's actually been a pretty big week. We have trained a little bit of fletching. We're almost done with the Hydra task. The same one I've had for like three weeks. Um, we're almost to a thousand Zalra, and we're almost to a thousand Theater of Blood. Which, Boy. while neither Boy. of those cases are particularly interesting um, in like some of all the players in RuneScape, uh, I am very happy with almost having them. I'm excited to get them done, because considering where I started for Zalra and Theater of Blood... I don't know. It's real cool to have those done. I might finally have more kills than I do wipes at Theater of Blood very soon. So we're going to fact check you right now because you said a thousand Theater of Blood. Did I say a thousand? I meant to say a hundred. Yeah, you definitely said a thousand. Did I I say a thousand? You did. Oh shit, dude! You yeah, said no. a thousand Zora and have... a thousand Theater of Blood. I'm like, wait. Oh what? no, I have a, I had a thousand Zora on the mind. No, 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 no. I have <laughs> nine twenty something Zora at the time of recording and ninety six Theater of Blood at the time of uh of of recording as well. I'll probably have so a hundred yeah. theater by the time this episode comes out, and I'll Hell probably yeah. be closer to a thousand. But considering where I started, very happy to almost have those done because holy shit, those bosses were hard. But the biggest thing that happened to me this week, I finally finished the elite combat achievements. Yay! Finally, after like months, damn near almost a year of combat achievements being out, I finally have the elite combat diaries completed. I have my Jad Slayer Helm. I have my three teleports a day to Moral Wreck. Um, big shout out to everyone who helped me by either like lending me gear or helping me do some of like the shittier combat tasks. Uh, if you're doing the Elite Diaries, Orag Freezer 2, that one's pretty tough. The Solo Nightmare, that's just a test of stamina and also stupid. But I did get it. 30 seconds off the Master Time, which I was a little pissed about, but I did get it. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So thank you again to everyone who like loaned me gear. Jake loaned me like eight hundred mil worth of gear because he was just like not going to play that weekend. Uh, so I had like full <laughs> Inquisitor, full Ancestral. I did the Seren speed run time. Like it was it was fun. Um. You know, thank you for everyone who's carried me through like CMs and shit like that. So mm-hmm. that's fun. And the KC Big reduction, hype, the KC reduction, only affected three bosses for me. Because really? I remember a couple of weeks ago, I was concerned that like it would just be handed to me, but I did yeah. so much PVM between the announcement and the reduction. The only ones that were changed were Callisto, Zilliana, and Theater of Blood. And when okay. it was reduced, I already had 60 Theater of Blood. So I was on track to get 75 anyway. Oh, there you go. So, nice. you know, I, I'm very happy about that. Uh, and for all of you curious, I hit my PB. I matched my PB the other day and hit wave fifty nine in the inferno. So we're so close. Dude. We're we're cheering. Did you watch Chaos's uh, video? The inferno video? Yeah. No, I, I didn't. I just like jumped in dude. public chat one day because like Bro. I was talking about it last night with M and Ray that like you just have to be in the right mindset to do the inferno when you don't mm-hmm. have a cape, you know, cause there were some days that I just went in every single day after work and it was exhausting and demotivating to like plank mm-hmm. in the thirties for six days in a row. Um, but you know, now I've just sort of been like spreading out my goals a lot. Like I'm so close to the achievement diary cape on the main that like, I'm kind of pushing for that. I'm looking into some of these master CAs. Like I'm mm. kind of expanding myself a little bit of like what to do next. Uh, that I just woke up the other day and was like, no, I'm going to do an Inferno. And I think that's how <laughs> I'm going to take it from here on out. Like, until yeah. I start consistently getting to, like, triples and Zuck, 
I think the days of me sending daily runs are on hold for now because mm. it's just like tiring and not super fun yeah. to do all the time. So, you know, I'm just going to take it easy on myself for the summer. I would like to have it, ideally I'll have it before TOA comes out, but I mean, I've learned the hard way and all the old time XP wasters will know this as well. Um, that sometimes when you set a time-limited goal on a difficult task like an Infernal Cape, you don't hit it. So it's just easier on your mental health to not set a goal for something that is skill and RNG dependent. So Yeah, because I remember back in September or whatever, your goal for the end of the year was hard, or, yeah, hard CAs and Infernal Cape. And we're yeah, in the, just got the CAs. Yeah, the elite so. combat achievements. I really wanted to get the elites and the infernal cape oh, by the, the end elite. of the year. Not I wanted to have them done before leagues. I think that was the issue. Like I wanted to have them done because I knew leagues was just going to get in the way. Um, leagues did get in the way in such a way that like if I'm not having fun, I don't know if I'll do a rune cup next year in leagues just because like this league was just not as enjoyable as Trailblazer, which we've already gone over. So I don't know. I'm I've I've been pulling up my goal sheet a lot more recently because. Um, what's it called like we're all we're it, it's almost june 1st like it's may 20 it's may 30th yeah. right now so like yeah we're halfway through the year and my 2022 goals i'm like shit dude i don't have most of this stuff done so i've been kind of like, even cl- anything oh, close to it <laughs> the only thing i'm close to right now is the achievement diary cape and then like oh, some yeah. kc goals i have but like you know i banked 99 cooking for 900k like that's that's about it you know my scythe rebuild has kind of put a halt on some of the dream gear i want to buy but like Mm -hmm. it hasn't been demotivating which is nice that's good you know i I, i'm scared to look at my at my notepad um dude check it out like see like where where are you at with your goals how will like you know (laughs) we'll transition that with like what have you been up to sure this week so like i put a year of membership on the group iron man i don't know if i mentioned that last week but um I've been I've been like almost exclusively playing on the group Iron Man because I I have it logged in on my iPad so it's kind of a if you're a mobile player and you have multiple accounts you kind of know it's 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 a it's a annoying task to like keep logging in multiple uh, to different accounts if you're on mobile so the account that I have logged in is usually just the one that I play so my groupie is on mobile and I got my Dragon Defender. I'm working on full graceful right now. Uh, I, I, I mean, I, again, I haven't really logged in my main once I got 99 fishing, and I, I, I'm okay with that. That was the plan. I was like, once I get 99 fishing, I think I'm gonna take a break and just play on the the group Ironman. Um, we've got f- almost all five members now um, playing pretty regularly. Uh, we got Skate back in old school. Um, TNL Monkey, she's coming back. So, you know. TMD's on like for TMD's on sabbatical, yeah, yeah. But uh, it's it's a lot of fun. I don't know when this will end. As far as like when I've once I've hit the goals that I have for my group Ironman, because one of the main things that we want to do is try and send a raid. Mm -hmm. And so I've been trying to to knock out some of those quintessential items and or stats for a raid. So I got my Dragon Defender. I'd like to get a, a torso. I would like to get. Um, a higher mining level. I've got a pretty good range level, but I think I need to grab a rune crossbow. So there's a lot of things that 
that need to get done, but I, I, I'm just enjoying doing it. Like there's no rush for, for anything. Yeah. Um, we had kind of a soft deadline that we would like, Ooh, this is a night that we could try it. And then we got to that night and then we're like, I mean, do we have any Addy so bolts? We, no, we have like, we had like base 60 strength for everyone. <laughs> and then we're like, all right, ammunition. I'm like bone bolts. And then we're like, yeah, it's not going to work. Not gonna we happen. only had like two rune crossbows, but we did play LMS all night, which was oh a good gosh. time. LMS. I really enjoy PKing. I really want to have a PKer on this show at some point. Mm-hmm. Like I want to get mm-hmm. like a dino or a framed or a Torvesta, you know, mm-hmm. gray, gray, somebody on this show who frequents player killing because yeah. that shit is just, Oh, it's a different kind of adrenaline. Like, yeah. You know, I, I like to think I'm getting better at tanking Verzik and there's a, a sense of pride, a sense of accomplishment, a little bit of adrenaline when like you don't send any melees and the whole team survives through P3 and you're tanking. But I mean, something about killing a man, that's an audio, that's an audio <laughs> bite for you guys. Um, <laughs> no, but I just, I don't know. I think LMS is, it's quite, it's quite good fun. And I'm not a great PKer, but I'm also not a shit PKer anymore. I think, you mm. know, over this like practicing through LMS and like watching videos. I mean, I did kill you. So there's, you, that's saying something. Michael, uh, we were going to hide because we were point boosting in LMS. Because when you get to, if you get one kill and you make it to the last nine remaining, um, you get like a bonus point or something like that. And we were trying to save up for like MSB scrolls and rune arrows and things like that. And Michael and I are hiding in the castle in Varrock and he just like starts attacking me. I'm like, aren't we waiting? He gets like five bolt shots in. I'm like, Michael, what are you doing? <laughs> stop and he's like oh we're just gonna fight each other i'm like okay so i started fighting him but because i had already beaten michael's whole ass the game before that we jumped into uh we're like halfway through the fight he goes oh my god oxy i'm out of food i said me too i had nine sharks left oxy (laughs) yeah no i just i wanted i didn't want to make you feel bad but i was was kicking your ass that first time And because I kicked Michael's ass, I got cocky and didn't eat. And he hit me for like a 35 bolt and killed me. So mm-hmm. moral of the story, mm-hmm. don't be cocky, eat when in yes. a PvP situation. If, if you have food, eat it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just don't don't die. I, I got my own magic imbue scroll. That's I feel accomplished. Like I didn't have to have it handed to me. Mm-hmm. So my magic shortbow imbued I if I ever get a magic shortbow, which I probably will. Yeah. I'll be able to imbue it with my own scroll that I got from LMS. I feel accomplished. What a I forgot to mention, I already, um, I forgot to mention, I did an uh, underground pass as well with 48 agility. So if you're out there and you're, you're looking at your stats, you're like, I, can do, I can't do underground pass. I've, I've, people have told me it's, it's just the worst quest in the world. Like, I didn't do, I didn't, I did it with no staminas, no graceful, and 48 agility. It's doable. I did it in one evening. It was not that bad. Uh, listen, man, I, I don't want to say that I've ever said Underground Pass isn't doable. It's a very doable quest. Mm-hmm. It just sucks balls. Yeah, I mean, it's unforgiving in some, in some parts. Like, for instance, and, and use this to your advantage one day if you go. The, the wiki or, like, the quest helper only tells you to bring one rope. But if you fail the first rope swing, you don't get that rope back. And so you have to go all the way back to the bank and then walk all the way through and try it again. So 
on your first attempt, maybe bring two or three ropes and then bring a lot of food because you're going to need it. So if you can take brews, take brews. They're kind of expensive for a low-level account. Or if you're an Iron Man, you're screwed. Just <laughs> I took Karamb ones and powered through it. So that would be my only two pieces of advice. I did have super energies. Thank you, TMD. Um, so I would say maybe that's one advantage that some other people might not have if you can't make super energy potions. But it's very doable. And I got Ibans. So now we can go and kill Ulm with Ibans Blast. And I'm excited for that. And that kind of like transitions me into a secondary goal where I have to kill Zora before Oxy gets 99 fire making. So I have Ibans Blast now. And I probably can try it with a rune crossbow. But once I do Regicide... I'm gonna I'm gonna try and send some Zora in secret and see what happens. Hold on, hold on. Why do you have to kill Zora? Because so that's not the deal. <laughs> that's not the deal. You killing Zora isn't the deal. Yeah, I said I have to kill some Zora. Like I have to kill Zora to get the magic bang, right? Or the, so the, the Tanzanite. The so you're on yeah, here. Yeah. You're wording it like you just have to get one Zora kill and then I have to drop everything oh, no. and get ninety nine fire making. No, <laughs> you have to get a blowpipe. I'm gonna get spooned. Hard spooned. First I mean, 30kc. I so. mean, maybe, dude. It's possible. I got I got Spoon my uh my first ever Dragon Defender. Finally, I got it in like 4kc. I've never gotten Spoon oh. on a Dragon Defender. I'm talking like 2,000 tokens per Dragon Defender on every account or variation of account I've ever, ever used. My League's accounts, my main account. Like, I've never been Spooned on a Defender grind. I gathered, I think, 3,000 tokens in preparation and then mm-hmm. used maybe 40 when going for my Dragon Defender. Like, I got it super quick. I was very yeah. happy about that. I think I killed, like, maybe <laughs> 300-plus total Cyclopses. That's it. Yeah. So Super easy. I got... Yeah. We were playing Catan online, mm-hmm. and I was killing Cyclopses on the side, and I had 50... I had 55 tokens left. And I'm like, Oxy, I think I'm going to have to get, go get more tokens. As I say that... I'm not kidding. As I say that... I finished the kill that I was start- I had just started, and I got the Dragon Defender. He's like, that's how you get the kill. You just got to complain about it. Yeah, just bitch <laughs> or that's how you get the drop. Get the item. Like, oh, man, <laughs> I can't believe I haven't gotten the Thieving Pet at 49 Thieving. Oh, no, like, I'm going to get the Thieving Pet this episode. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> that'd be fun. First pet, be buy fun. me a bond. I mean, yeah, I, that, that is the unfortunate trade-off, is the first person to get a pet in our group by your man has to buy the rest of the team a bond each that's like so, at least 25 mil down the drain which like eh i'll just pay for it with real money and then refund myself back uh by doing pdm on the main mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. uh yeah no groupie groupie has been fun i still hate iron man mode but you know struggling through this game with my friends has been quite a good time um honest to god i've quit this iron man weeks ago if it weren't particularly <laughs> if it weren't for papa tmd with the farming and the herb lore the man yeah. loves farming so he's also become our de facto herb lore guy um i'm thieving and getting him the the fruit tops for the the garden pies for the mm-hmm. herb lore boosts so he can take it to raids but i ugh, farming <laughs> low level farming is just so bad it's, it's so bad i don't like it at all so if you're rich, you can just go and get like bagged plants and do it that way. But we're we're neither we're not rich. No, we're yeah, no, we're not. Rich. We're not. We're not. But Michael, what are we here to talk about today? Because as much as I love you know 
updating folks on uh, on progress of the groupie because you know I could talk about us and our account progression and our goals because you know we love a good goal around here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I talk mm-hmm. about that all day, but that is not the point of the episode. Although we will probably revisit goals at some point in the future, you know. Ooh. So we'll, I'm we'll excited see. for that. We'll see. So but, back in the early 2000s, I would even say like early to mid 2000s, there was a show called Extreme Makeover. It focused on weight loss, but there was also a spinoff of that show called Extreme Makeover Home Edition. So Ty, the host, hunk of a man, would go into the house and interview the family and they would be like, so what do you want in a home? Like, what can we change to make your life easier? Most of the time, they would just like completely demolish the house and restart over. So we are going to go into select areas of RuneScape. We're going to interview the locals and we're going to ask them what they want to change about the area and see if we can just make it better for them. Um, we're going to go and, and, and look at cities that may not have a use. Some like, maybe there's a tree in the way and, uh, you just want that tree gone. Well, Hey, extreme makeover Gillenor edition. We got you, baby. Welcome to extreme makeover <laughs> Gillenor edition. Move that fairy ring. I don't, what's a good form of transport? Like people don't, that's not talked about in RuneScape. Like, how do other people get places? We're Move that builders of magic, friends of faith. <laughs> you know, we can use various magical systems from all around the world that other cultures probably don't believe in, right? Yeah. Think yeah. about it. Like, if you talk to someone in the far east of Mauritania... And you're like, like you went to talk to a citizen of Bergdorot, and you're like, yeah, I can travel through the magical roots of a spirit tree. They'll be like, bro, you're high on skooma or something. Like, that <laughs> shit doesn't make any sense. You know, but then, Facts. you know, exactly. Like, it's just, it's it's weird how some of these things work. Because if you were to go to the Gnome Stronghold, the people who have a magical transportation system, and be like, yo, check this out. When I go to the desert, I get carpet rides for free because I'm a friend of the locals. I'd be like, what type of innuendo shit is that? What do you mean free carpet rides? Hey, yo, keep it PG. Because they they don't go there. They wouldn't understand that part of the culture. So we have access to all these transportation methods that all of these other people and all these other races and cultures don't understand exist so how do people get anywhere is there a bus in gilador that's not Honestly, the point of this episode <laughs> it's not <laughs> i will say i think that most of the time people probably just stay in the cities that they are inhabitants of so like if you look at Artie, most of the city is not designed for cart travel it's all footpaths so you think well you've got everything you need in the city and it's a brisk two or two to five minute walk, maybe from your house down to the market. Are you really going to go elsewhere when you just, you know, you have a fish stall and, you know, a cake stall if you're hungry for some sweets. But I would imagine there's probably like horse and buggy or carts with donkeys and stuff that if you do need to get from Artie to Catherby, it's not going to take you two days to walk there. I mean, walking there really only takes like 30 minutes in game, but I imagine it's... Yeah. It takes real life. For, okay, I thought you meant like, all right, game time. It will take me four minutes to walk from our doyen <laughs> But I don't know. I just think like, how do you import goods? Like, I understand that RuneScape is Move meant to be a barge. game. 
Like, I understand RuneScape is meant to be a game you're supposed to, like, walk around in. Like, I get it. It functionally makes sense why it's so small. But, like, there's no... There's no ungulates besides cows. There's no... There's no horses. Where, where there's the no horses? donkeys. There's unicorns Yo, that aren't domesticated, but, like... I, that brings back, a like, a deep-rooted memory I didn't remember. Like, I didn't think I still had. They... Like Jagex back in the day, I feel like it was April Fools or something, but like there were so many people talking about horses in RuneScape and like, can we get mounts in RuneScape? That was not an April Fools joke. That was a legitimate idea for Zaya. They wanted okay. to introduce mounts to old school RuneScape because Zaya is so large that they wanted to introduce <laughs> mounts to give it that feeling of like, hey, we're traveling far. This is awesome. Um, okay. And they scrapped that idea and... This actually, oh my god, this is perfect. It wraps around into the point of the episode. Hey. Put a picture on screen right now of what Zaya looked like on release. That shit sucked. It is yeah. like the worst. Like, I'm going to look it up right now. That's the <laughs> great Karen on release right there. That is what that looked like. So we're going to... Oh. Our plan is to give, give Gilinor a makeover similar to how... Zaya has slowly gotten makeovers over the years. Wow. Look at the Shazian encampment then, and then click on your world map and look at the Shazian encampment now. Ooh. Like, For all you YouTube viewers, I'm editing this week, so I'm going to do like a nice fade transition to what old Zaya looked like to bam! This is the new Bam! Zaya. Bam! Fast. So, check out the YouTube video if you want to see that transition. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> so that that's our goal for today. Michael and I have some locations in mind. Nothing is, like, confirmed. Nothing is permanent. This is just Michael and I sort of spitballing ideas of, like, what we kind of would like to see changed. So, yeah. another example we brought up was Falador, right? When Falador was around in 2002, 2003, it was pretty much ing indistinguishable from any other city. It had that same gray brick that you see in Varrock and Lumbridge, and it's functionally about the same as any other city and then around the days of like early rs2 i haven't fact checked this myself this is just what mm -hmm. i've remembered from like watching youtube videos and things around the days of like early rs2 when that sort of first release probably 04 05 you know they redid it and they revamped the city and made it white brick so a new color palette and a new brick texture design took falador from lumbridge 3.0 to mm -hmm. a whole unique environment mm -hmm. it became a totally new location with you know new looking buildings the castle it's got a moat in it that's a really cool feature but a majority of what's in the city didn't change yeah like as far as i'm aware most of what was in falador probably stayed there again i could be mistaken i was not playing at eight years old to know or remember and tell you like, if I recall correctly, I think the houses on the east side were added whenever they did that. Because mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure Falador kind of ended with the east bank and then the party room. Mm -hmm. Or that's when the party room got moved. Because the party room used to be in Catherby. Or, sorry, the party room used to be in Sears Village. And then it moved to Falador. So I'm wondering if east bank was, like, the edge. And then they moved the party room to Falador and then added all those houses. Mm -hmm. But... I can't remember the exact date, but it's definitely early, early days of RuneScape. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. So makeovers like that is kind of like what we had in mind. So 
Michael, would you like to go first or would you like me to go first? I, I, I'll go first. Um, so I, I kind of went a different route than I think Oxy's going to go just a tad bit, right? Okay. So the biggest eyesore on this whole entire map, the entire map of RuneScape, is West Ardoin. Huge, huge potential. So my like my idea for a change would kind of encompass like actually having a quest dedicated to the rebuilding and the rejoining of East and West Ardoin. So like after you do Song of the Elves, you've got Priftinus and all of the drama that was like the Elven quest line Mm -hmm. has kind of been buttoned up. Spoiler alert. Um, So West Ardoin is kind of just still left in you know left in the dumps you know you go there after song of the elves and it's still this wasteland mm-hmm. so i would love to see some sort of quest line that allows you to merge east and west ordoin uh and just call it ordoin and then add a lot of functionality with like there's tons of homes that are are broken down so what if you had new shops or um, you could add even new types of uh, like new types of trade. Um, it could, I mean, you still have to go there to sacrifice your cats. So like some people still have to be walking around, but there's definitely things in this area. Like you could add a bank. Um, there's a, like, if we're just looking at the map right now, the big things are a, <laughs> there's an altar and there's a smithing anvil. But mm-hmm. who goes to Ardo- who goes to West Ardy for the- those things? You go there exactly once to smith a dragon square shield for the Ardorian Hard Diary. You go there exactly one time. <laughs> so that has to stay, which I think would be great if you could incorporate some sort of um, close, uh, close anvil to a bank. Not closer than like Prif or Varrock, but some, you know, something. But I didn't have a ton of like ideas past just the whole initial... Let's rebuild West Artie. Um, I don't know if you've got it pulled up on the map, but mm-hmm. like, is there anything that that stands out to you that could like? How are we going to use? How are we going to use all those houses on the west side? I was thinking like the inhabitants could like offer services or become shop owners themselves. Um, I mean, but Shadow brought it up, and Shadow and I are on the same wavelength here. It's a mahogany homes expansion. Yeah. It's easily a mahogany cool. home. Maybe those are the prereqs. Song of the Elves, 50 construction, and Daddy's home. Mm-hmm. And, like, you have to go and use maybe, like, an extortionate amount of planks. Like a Ooh. master level mini quest or something to, like, <laughs> repair West Artie. Because, like, in I just did In Aid of the Marique the other day in the groupie. Um, where you have to get all the planks and, like, rebuild the town and give them food and, like, stock their shops and things like that. Mm-hmm. I quite enjoy that part of the quest. I think yeah. of the Mauritania quest line, Innate of the Marique is one of my favorite. I really like that quest. The fighting is simple. It's a nice little tutorial to what um, temple trekking is, even though Ivan is the single most useless NPC in combat in the world. <laughs> um, it's, like, it's a fun quest to do. And I really like the rebuilding part. It's just neat. I don't know. So I think like West Artie has potential to be rebuilt. The one thing I would be cautious of is making it OP, right? Mm -hmm. So we can't really change 
you know, canonically speaking, right? West Ardoyan has been riddled by a plague. And the majority of players, particularly low-level players, you know, our accounts would not be able to redo it on our group Ironman, but our mains would. So mm-hmm. how would you almost, like, make West Ardoyan instanced for people who have done it? You would. Yeah, yeah. You would have to make it, like, a Prif-style instance. Yeah, like, how do you use a bank in West Ardoyan that doesn't exist for other people? Like, you can kind of do it on Fossil mm. Island, where you, like, build the bank chest. And you could do it in mm-hmm. Soffenham, where you, like, use the bank after, like, before, or after you do, I think it's Contact, that quest. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, they, it exists within Old School RuneScape, but how would we make it work to make it look... Because a big, like, aesthetic thing for me with West Ardoyan, it looks like a run-down slum of a city. Yeah. So how do you aesthetically change it from a rundown slum to like the like East Ardoyan that looks like a healthy normal city? Mm-hmm. And then make that work for two different accounts. So I would think that you would maybe have to make the rundown arty version the instance. For like cuz there is there any group content that requires like having two people in West Arty? I don't I don't think so. So then Already kind of just looks how it does, all nice and new. But until you've done this new quest, you are always spawned into the like the rundown instance mm-hmm. of West Artie. And then when you finish the quest, then Artie become like the instance is dropped, and then you can see everybody else running around. Because mm-hmm. I don't think you need to have more than one person in West Artie at a time to where like you could have your private instance of that mm-hmm. area. Yeah, I think I think for sure you could like, you know, add some areas maybe where like you incorporate the combat training camp that's north a little bit. Uh-huh. Maybe That'd you cool. um yeah, maybe you like have soldiers coming in, like kinda how you know like the guy with the cart walks in and out of mm-hmm. um of Varak. Maybe like soldiers will walk in and out like on patrol or like over to the training camp to like report in or something. Maybe you could revamp the uh, cemetery in West Ardoyan to be more of like a memorial. You know, instead of this like rundown cemetery with like zombies and shit, you can memorialize it to the people who died during the siege of West Ardoyan mm-hmm. or died under the rule of Lathis or Iowerth or whoever. Um, that like main city hub. That's definitely got potential. The old Mourner oh, yeah. headquarters. Huge. Potential. That's got potential for like maybe that's controlled by soldiers now because like, yeah, the 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 mourners are gone, but like the dark beasts are still there. So like that's kind mm. of a problem, you know? Um and I definitely think a mahogany homes slash construction expansion would be cool. Maybe you can get like a yeah. West Ardoyan um house kit or something oh, bro i would love to see a house portal added to this area yeah you know there's not the closest house portal to this area is if what prif maybe that i i think a house portal you know you know you know yeah i think a house portal would be a lot but i mean like you know we can go to west ardoyan I'll, I'll go there right now on the main and like we'll, we'll just look at what the houses look like you know mm-hmm and maybe like cuz you know how you have the Hasidious wall kit yeah the twisted ornament kit for the house or whatever um maybe you could do something like that with a west ardoyan theme ooh i just had a thought and maybe we can run with this so arty is really placed 
pretty heavily between the gnomes. Mm-hmm. Like, if you take the gnome stronghold and the gnome village, mm-hmm. what's right smack in the what's right smack dab in the middle? West Arty. So, mm-hmm. what if you say, okay, we're trying to rebuild West Arty in this quest, and you talk to King Narnode, and you're like, bro, I really need your help, and he's like, well, what am I going to get out of it? And you're like, well, first of all, we'll help you during your in your battle because uh, that that battle is always going on south of West Arty. Mm-hmm. And we're like, we'll help you with the battle and we'll give you some land to help connect your two main hubs of uh, like, you know, the village and the, in the stronghold. And maybe part of the city design is heavily inspired by the gnomes. Like maybe they donate a ton of resources to help you build it. Mm-hmm. So you've got, you've got a gnome inspired city that's also incorporated in with like West Arty. And what if it is the new city of the gnomes? Because they have a stronghold and they have, you know, their village. But what if they want to expand into a whole city? And now that's the gnome city. I think that would be cool to like, to start almost like modernizing cities in RuneScape. Not mm-hmm. uh, hear me out here. I know the word modern in old school RuneScape is a trigger word for a lot of people, <laughs> you know combat should evolve next like that's not what i'm going for here um but like if you look at other mmos or you look at other fantasy works look at lord of the rings look at star wars look at you know anything in that sort of fantasy realm it's not uncommon for multiple species to live amongst one another especially in a highly civilized world like gilinor so Barring some exceptions, like the vampires and the Tazar and the monkeys, things like that, I don't think at this point it's out of the realm of possibility that gnomes, dwarves, uh, humans, maybe some of those Arceus folks, you know, they kind of intermingle a little bit. Mm -hmm. Elves is super hit or miss because, again, Song of the Elves is a big quest requirement and Mm -hmm. how do you just like not include elven npcs in various places before people have done it i think it would be super cool if the people of prifton has started to send ambassadors to like falador or ardoyan you know because when i went for the uh dorks and daggers episode that michael and i were on I did way too much research into the history of Pryptinus <laughs> and like the wars there because I gave my character way too detailed of a backstory. After they like settled Prif, they went out past the Arandar Mountains, made a treaty with the gnomes, and like explored that whole western province. But then mm-hmm. once the Iowerths kind of took over and f***ed everything up, they all retreated back. So that's why there's no elves anywhere. Wouldn't it be cool to kind of see them expand a little bit? Like maybe there's an elf on the Isle of Souls. You know, maybe oh. there's a couple elves in like Sears Village. I It's a stretch, but it's possible, you yeah. know? So I think that could be cool if you like, you know, almost made it so like it's very normal now for gnomes to just move in between the stronghold and the tree gnome village. Yeah. Uh, just like on foot through West Arty because yeah. now you have the capability. Like maybe you knock out some of the walls you know, mm-hmm. and in exchange, they can just like have free passage because they help you out. There, there's potential there. There's definitely potential. I would love that. Um, super so, cool. West Arty, move that ship. <laughs> Here's your new West Ardoin. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna have like mock-ups of these places because Michael, no. and I cannot draw. But I, I can draw, but like 
I don't. I can't. Maybe I could, maybe I could make a mo- no because I have to edit this episode. If I wasn't editing this episode, I think I would actually hardcore go into Microsoft Paint and like try and pixel Microsoft by pixel. Paint, LFG baby. <laughs> LFG. Go pixel by pixel and just make a new mock-up of the city. That would be cool. But not today. Not today. If there's any J mods who are in charge of like content, you know, listening to the podcast, first of all, please say hello. We want to know you're here. And second of all. That's free content for you. I, just credit me. That's all I ask. Just credit XP Waste. You don't. You don't even have to credit me for for this because, like, I think, you know, the one I have, the one that's the first thing that came to mind for me is Zalandra. You know. Yeah. But I think that's kind of been addressed already. That like Zalandra needs a like a mock up. Zalandra needs something. Um. And I've looked up like swamp towns and like you know swamp houses things like that. I uh, got a little inspired from Minecraft, funny enough, um, with mm. some of the some of the potentials for building. So right now, Zalandra is just small. <laughs> yeah. It is it is small. It is inhabited by some cultists. I'm gonna teleport there right now. I'm not a hundred percent sure there's a bed in Zalandra. Like, I don't know. Like, do people sleep? I don't know. <laughs> I think as a town it could look a lot better because it's basically a shrine to a God at this point. Like the people we had this conversation last night, when you go off on the boat to kill Zalra, you just like come back. Do the people of Zolandra just like think you escaped or hmm. do they think that you've legitimately killed their God? Hmm. Like what? Like, how does that work? Cause they, the people here worship Zalra they offered a child as a sacrifice and then the eels started showing up. So they believe that Zalra is this like sacred creature. When in reality, yeah. it's just a dragon kin monstrosity that was left behind thought to be a failure, but they thought wrong. Um, it actually, I think it, I think Zalra ate the dragon kin that dropped them off. I'm not sure. In any case, is it like when you go on the boat, aren't they saying like you are going to sacrifice yeah, yourself? No, like, you're, they don't, you're the sacrifice. They fully don't expect you to come back. Yeah, no, and I think if you talk to the priestess, I don't, let me check her dialogue right now. When you talk to Zul Gwenig or whatever her name is, who is an elf, it, she says, did Zalra reject your sacrifice? You say, I killed Zalra. Uh, and she says, is that what you think? Board the boat again. I'm sure you'll find Zul- Zalra can overcome whatever pitiful attacks you used. Like, they just, like, don't believe that you've killed them. Mm-hmm. So these people out here have been worshiping for like a generation or two, this big snake God, and yet they're still living in squalor, right? Let's aesthetically speaking, expand Zalandra a little bit. Let's like push that mountain out and mm-hmm. let's expand it a little bit, but maybe let's even bring some of the water in. You ever seen a swamp town where the houses are on stilts? Yes. That would be cool. That would be cool put some of the houses on stilts what i would like to see is some sort of statue to zalra maybe it's made of like clay and mud maybe it's made of like pieces of stone or bones or something you know maybe it's made from the scales they recover from the sacred eels so it's this clay statue covered in these ornate scales they get from eels where it looks really flashy and it looks like it kind of like reflects the green, blue, and red all over the place, you know? Mm-hmm. Put a nice statue in there. Keep some things, like keep the houses run down, obviously. Keep the dock 
run down and kind of decrepit. Like it's still a swamp village of cultists. Like it's yeah. not going to look like Falador, but <laughs> I feel like you could put some stilts on there. Um, maybe throw like a spinning wheel in there. Um, maybe you could like, what's another off the wall thing you could probably add. You could probably maybe add a fishing spot on the other side towards the ocean of like a, maybe a big net fishing spot with like shrimps mm -hmm. and cod and things, things that aren't super important. I wouldn't put like a shark fishing spot there because sharks and sacred eels in the same spot. Like it doesn't even have to be fishing, you know, mm -hmm. maybe add some more dead trees, maybe add some more decrepit bushes. I like the color palette, especially in HD. Zalandra looks foggy and spooky. Mm -hmm. Like Zalandra it gives a aesthetically right now you've got the colors, you've got the like murky sort of, you know, this place is scary, but I feel like you just, you need to go a little bit further here. Like put some more furniture around, put maybe some more smaller docks, maybe make the dock longer or a little bit more ornate with like, you know, torches on either end of it. Maybe put yeah. some, maybe put like a, I don't know, maybe put like a fish cleaning station in. Not to do anything with. Maybe it just has like a sink there, so it's like a water source. You know, maybe just do something simple like that. Because I would not want to add a bank to Zalantra. Mm. Absolutely nope. not. No bank, no, no, no bank no, no, deposit no. box. Nothing like that. I wouldn't want to add too, too much as far as skilling, because what trees are going to grow here, you might be able to get away with adding a couple coal rocks just for design purposes maybe you know um I, like i said even on the fence about adding a fishing spot um but i think maybe some sort of like crude sink or crude well might be a nice addition somewhere to clean the sacred eels put the houses up on stilts um maybe give some of these houses i have to go in i'm gonna turn hide roofs off which i never do here's a fun fact i have roofs on all the time but there's a plugin that allows you like when you get close or when you hover it automatically removes it so i have yeah. i have roofs on all the time for runescape and it's 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 changed the way i look at the game like not really that impactfully but like subtly it feels more like these are actual houses versus just four walls that <laughs> are roofless yeah like i'm standing on the only roof of one of the buildings and it's the one with uh Zul Shere, um mm -hmm. not the high priestess the other one who like his little kid gets sacrificed but there's no roofs on any of these houses like mm. i get it they're a swamp full of cultists they probably don't live in luxury but like maybe add some thatch roofs maybe add some mud roofs maybe add some sort of like this is an attempt at insulation you know, <laughs> like maybe put some blood stains, maybe put like, Ooh. you know, put like a big like scratch mark in the dirt where Zalra first came and like attacked the city or something like that. Hmm. Maybe leave one of the houses ah. destroyed as like as a, a reminder, reminder, like this is why we worship the snake kind of thing. Jeez. One of the houses is like broken into the water. So I feel like this is an area certainly that has the aesthetic but needs to be expanded upon and since i was looking in this area 
the R&R mountain range. Holy shit. What a waste of space. I think it's cool that Gilinor has topography, but the way it's available is just not worth it. You know, there's some agility shortcuts, but like, what if we added some more agility shortcuts? What if we made climbing boots necessary now with a higher agility level or maybe a, cause like one of the rocks is an 85 agility requirement. Like that's a diary step. It is a diary step, but it's an old holdover from, from like old runescape 2005, 2006 when like this was like the second or third highest required agility thing in the whole game. You know, yeah. with 85. So, like, maybe we'll put something 70 tier, 60 tier. Maybe you can explore these mountains. Maybe it's not quite a passageway to the Arania Altar or, you know, to the, uh, to Castle Wars or anything like that, Feldip Hills. But maybe there's a new hunter area there. Maybe there's a new hunter creature, i.e., giving a point to hunter. Let's fing go, boys. <laughs> um, you know, maybe there's, cause these, this mountain range expands a lot. Yeah, like it's huge. And I feel like this could be really cool, but right now it's just a big black swath on the map yeah. that I feel like maybe could be looked at, you know. And if you want to keep the whole like decrepit mountainside, you kind of need a better explanation as mm-hmm. to why. Like Taiga Mountains like that don't really stay brown. They always have some no hint of green they do it in Priftinus really well um in gwyneth just north of there where there's still some greenery in like you know because you know that dock north of prith yeah it's beautiful over there that design should be carried over to the rest of the mountain range yeah because that that little mountain shouldn't be like unique to that land like that should be what the whole mountain range looks like because I can imagine, like, maybe the whole area where Prif is now was mountains, and maybe that got excavated and thousands the land... of years ago, yeah. Yeah, so, like, the land was developed and the mountain was removed, so Prif could be there. Because mm-hmm. it does, it looks like it literally just cuts off. And then you have Gwyneth that it, where it picks back up again. Well, Gwyneth is more of, like, a valley, right? So, first of all, I'm going to turn hide roofs back on because, yikes... And even if we run up the side of this mountain range with the dead trees, right? There's still little flares of grass. There's still bushes. There's still mushrooms. I think we could expand these sort of Priftinus styled evergreen trees. Mm-hmm. Um, we could expand those a lot into the R&R mountain range. There's you know, up here with the dire wolves and the black dragon, a little Game of Thrones reference we've got going on. <laughs> there's at least some character to it although I'm not entirely sure what purpose it serves being up there other than a Game of Thrones Easter egg, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Isn't there a clue step up there? There might be. I can't, actually. I can't remember. I remember be. having to go there for something, and I'm like, I've never been here in my life. I think it's a clue step. Well, there's Ed. Ed is up here. Who the hell is Ed? It's probably another Game of Thrones thing, because Ned... It might be. Ned yeah. Stark. Yeah. Hmm, Somebody's knows? a fan. But no, I think... You know, maybe adding a like the the maple tree design from Prif Dennis, or even the maple tree design from like Corsair Cove. You know, mm. maybe adapt some of those trees, adapt some of that wildlife into the rest of that mountain range. There's not a whole lot of trees. 
there are some rocks. I, like you can't. This isn't us flaming the artists or the designers, mind you. This was released in like two thousand four, two thousand five. Like aesthetically speaking, RuneScape was a very different game for so many reasons back then. Yeah, but you know, if you're talking updating, if like if I were a new player and you showed me the starting areas which i understand are effectively untouchable right i don't want to play this game it looks like shit yeah you know a lot of people ask me like why do you still play this game when it looks like this because i talk about like the game has you know a, a team of developers and they're putting out updates i recently actually just told my friend about runescape he's like wait they have they update this game like yeah. I mean yeah like they update the game but they kind of do it in a way that it still retains that that look that people are after like just the simple simple color palettes not a lot going on flat it's not very flashy it's kind of flat if you ask me yeah there's not a lot of like effects to things which like is yeah. fine you know I just realized I've been playing on my group Iron Man with HD turned off I'm like, yeah, it's kind of flat. And then I'm like, wait, this shouldn't actually be flat. Hold on. <laughs> and then I just turned turned HD on. So I don't know. It's just if you if you take while keeping the old school feel, if you take something like Zolandra, West Ardoy and the R and R Mountains, you know, we didn't include the desert because we know the desert is getting a rework finally. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, if you take those kind of elements and then compare them to like Shazian, compare them to Hasidius. Even if we took the desert, right? If we took Al Karid, this simple desert town, and then we took just east of that in that giant's area where the clan wars used to be, mm-hmm. that is a dramatic difference in how yeah. those areas look. And that's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know? So, it's like I don't a little know. oasis. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little oasis. Which, like, I understand, oasis can't be all of the desert, but yeah. you know, there's got to be, got to be some sort of potential to make it things look spiced up a little bit. And you, you mentioned earlier, just real quick, removing trees. Mm-hmm. That one singular tree outside the Tower of Life that blocks the fairy ring. Cut it. Done. Cut, Cut it. it. Cut it. Cut it. That kind of transitions. Of <laughs> that that transitions almost perfectly into my next thought was I saw this this post on Reddit that was talking about just like uh, like RuneScape being an open world, but so much of it having like set paths for like almost everything. Mm-hmm. Like th- it's very, very restrictive. Like if you go into the new Shazian area, you would think that like you could go through these trees, but when you click to the other, uh, like when you click to go around them, like it takes you on this big, long path. Mm-hmm. That's just an example, but like, there's a lot of things in this game that are like, there's a lot of areas in this game that are very restrictive in the way that it paths you, almost to where it like breaks the immersion mm-hmm. for me. Um, Shazian's a big, a big one. There's tons of places where like your character should just be able to walk, like walk over a little patch of grass, but they don't. They path around it, so. That that would be one thing that I would look at if I was to like try and change anything in as far as making over Gilinar mm-hmm. is like can we just make it to where some some sort of pathing update to where maybe you can walk over little things like little rocks 
um, or uh, bushes, or you can walk through trees if it's... I get the tile system is is kind of a big one where, you know, things have to be on tiles and you can't, like, can't path through things, but I, I would love to see it. I would love to see it. Like, maybe if you you just have, like, a super low agility requirement, and if you want to walk through these two trees, your your like, your option is, like, click to squeeze through the tree. And it becomes almost like agility has some sort of like that could be an agility update it's like you have all these low level like squeeze through a tree to get to an area faster just a ton more agility shortcuts rather than just the obvious ones like jump over this uh, jump on these stones to get across the lake Uh, that's just a thought like that 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 almost like a passive agility thing like i was i'm doing this sweat method for thieving right (laughs) Where you run yeah. back and forth and like you save like a one whole game tick and you get like more XP per hour. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of gross that this is the method that I'm using. But, you know, with that, somebody made a comment last night that like you should get agility experience for that. I'm like, ha ha, unless, you know, <laughs> I think there's a lot of ways to make agility more functional in small mm-hmm. ways outside of training it. Not that training mm-hmm. agility is bad. Let me back up. Not that there are no ways to train agility, right? (laughs) I did 900 laps of cannabis, and then somebody in a voice chat had the audacity to say, oh, why don't you go train agility? I said, man, like, (laughs) you know, but I think that could be fun. And I think Mm -hmm. it is just, it's an impossible fault of a tile system. Yeah. It's just unfortunate with like how it is developed as a game. Yeah. Because like, if you start messing with the tile system for like immersive open world pathing, how does that affect player versus monster? How does that affect true tile? How does that affect acid walking at Vorkath, um, soda stag maze? How does that affect um, positioning within the inferno? Do NPCs yeah. have to follow the tile ruling mm-hmm. or can they now? path freely like players can well path freely right you know like you're can, not gonna you eliminate save spots essentially at that point yeah uh, more or less in a lot of situations you do unless a creature is physically too large like uh the grand tree boss fight's a good example where when you hide behind the rocks like you're the demon is too big to get back there mm-hmm. but something like fight arena where you just like cheese it behind a single rock Right, like that's effectively kind of out the door if you don't get it perfectly correct as far as pathing mm-hmm. goes. So, I I kind of agree that I would like it to be more open, kind of like how um, I'm in Sears Village right now on the mm-hmm. main. If you go a little north of Sears Village by like Sinclair Mansion, by Phalo, even the Fremening Province, the Fremening Province is a really good example of like a lot of trees, but a lot of space to walk. Yeah. Like that's a good happy medium right there where you feel like you're in a big forest where you can go wherever you want, but it's not so big that you get lost and it's not so streamlined like Shazian mm-hmm. where you don't feel like you're in a forest at all. You just feel like you're you know doing whatever and maybe shazian could have benefited from like more clearings to enter who knows um it's a beautiful update like it's not bad that they did that it's just there's yeah more you could work with there as far as like space to move goes i suppose if we're talking about this exact thing but i think some sort of 
low level, almost like passive agility thing. Not like feather hawk boots passive, right. but like, you know, oh, he's slipping through the tree. That's like two agility experience, something like yeah. that. Yeah. Just more of them. Like like yeah. hundreds, hundreds more that encompass like level one to ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Like make them super convenient if it's a high level. Make them super like you could take it, you couldn't, but it still gives you agility XP. Because mm-hmm. for a skill like agility, you should be getting XP all the time. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm yeah, I'm carrying sixty five kilograms at all times. <laughs> and like actively using my weapons most of the time too. So like I don't Ooh, know. I'm negative weight right now, boy. Me too. I mean, on the groupie, I'm negative 16. I'm zero on the main, but like, if I were to gear for theater or chambers, that's like, it's a good 40, it's heavy. 60. It's heavy. Yeah. My heavy boy. But... <laughs> All right, man. Well, I feel like that's that's a good place to stop. Last thing I want to say is, Hans, move that boat and send you guys to break. So oh my God. Um, thanks, guys, for sticking around this far into the episode. If you stick around after the break, We'll have more content for you there. So, see you after this. (laughs) Good evening, adventurer. You come here seeking knowledge and power, no? Then perhaps you're brave enough to enter my evil lair. <laughs> For those of you... David, honey, who are you talking to down there? What? No, no, Mom, I'm trying to shoot a movie. Oh, okay, honey, have fun. <clears throat> now where were we? For those of you who dare enter this hell, you may find the power you seek. But of course, such power comes at a price. You must- David, honey, what do you want for dinner? I got leftover lasagna or dinosaur chicken nuggets? (sighs) Dinosaur chicken nuggets, please. Thank you. You're welcome, sweetheart. Okay, evil, evil, I am evil. Okay, we can do this. To obtain that which you desire, you must take the life of another. But you adventurers are all the same, and your bloodlust is rarely sated after just one. However, there is not reward without risk. You must- David, honey! Oh, I swear to Zamorak. What, Mom? Would you like ranch or honey mustard with your nuggets? Do we... Do we have any hot sauce? Yeah, I got hot sauce. You want hot sauce? Yes, please. Th- thank, thank you, Mom. Of course, dear. <sighs> okay. Let's just get this over with. However, there is no reward without risk. For you must endanger the life of your closest companion in order to fulfill your desires for knowledge and power. If this is a chance you're willing to take, then I invite all of you to venture to my corner of hell, if 
you dare. <laughs> David, honey, if you're gonna have friends over, I'm gonna need to make more chicken nuggets. Mom! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that commercial break because I know that I sure did. Now's the point in the episode where we're going to give a shout out to our patrons over on our Patreon. And uh, we love all of them. But specifically today, we love the Wise Old Man tier and the KBD tier. Big shout out to Scape Caution, Elagio, Bollimer, Basket, Benjamin R., Hadadbod. C. Gladney, Morty, Creamed Ham, Durf Nasty, Drum TXT, Duke Bradley, D. Falconer, Flying Castiel, Forestry, Fortimus, MB Jones, Jack M., Jake W., Jordy, Potato Pancake, who is hanging out with us for the first time in the recording booth. So big shout out to you. Posh Padre, 999. Nine nine nine. Ice Hollow. Russa Fury. Ryan, aka Oxy's Left Nut. Salted Snake. Soggy Waffles. Shadow. Swag Daddy three thousand. Toast no toast. Troll. Tyler H. And Zach without a K. Thank you so much to all of our wise old man tier supporters. We love each and every one of you. Big shout out to our KBD supporters, starting off with Oxy's dad, aka my dad, aka Oxy's dad, Cookies and Milf, Dr. Draven, Kroll, the Lord Jake himself, our third favorite supporter, Ralph, and Spartan Fire. Again, thank you so much to everybody who supports the show. Whether or not you got a shout out, we still love you. If you would like to support the show in any way, shape, or form uh, monetarily, you can head over to patreon.com slash xpwaste. Lots of cool perks there uh, at every single tier. Um, one of the tiers gets you an extra episode. And that's at, I think, $5 a month. So for 5 bucks, you get five xpwaste episodes uh, in a month. Sometimes they're a little late, but we try to make it up to you guys. Um, if you like D&D, we just did a two-part series uh, for... It's like six or seven hours of content, by the way. Um, it's a, a D&D one-shot that turned into two episodes with our friend, a feller named Matt. Big shout-out to him. So head over to patreon.com slash xpwaste, and uh, we'd love to see you there. So now it's time for the community question. We had tons of replies. Um, we also want to get to an email. So I'm going to pick two. So I'm going to pick two from uh, Spotify and then two from YouTube. So over on Spotify... We asked you last week, what was your first memory in RuneScape? So the first one I want to read is from Vince, longtime commenter on the community question section. 
Vince said, my first memory was opening the doors to Taverly just after buying members when I beat Dragon Slayer 1 for the first time. Felt like Jimmy during his buy-release series. So I haven't seen the buy-release series, but I'm pretty sure Jimmy went through all of the free-to-play quests in order. And then once he finished those, he went and got membership and then started doing those. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, that sounds like fun. Um, This one made me laugh from Jacob M. He said, owning, in quotation marks, owning a world at the Valley Cows with my friends as we wouldn't let anyone else kill it. As we wouldn't let anyone else kill one. Kill on-site cows. (laughs) Owning, like, did you just, like, lock down a world of cows as a kid? That is fun runescape right there. <laughs> that, that paved the way for what the Revenant Caves would become. Uh, yes. Fal- Jacob and the Falador cows, cows walked so Revenant Cave services could run. <laughs> Clearly. Thank you, Jacob M. on Spotify. So the two I wanted to read from uh, YouTube, the pin comment on YouTube, same question. Um, this one is funny from Carter. They said, making an alt in my fourth grade with a female name to lure my best friend into giving me gold. I spammed the blow kiss emote and followed him everywhere, but he never simped. Shout out to Brianna two 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 two. That's cold, dude. <laughs> Can you imagine? That's cold. That's so cold. <laughs> that's amazing. That is amazing. Um, that sounds like something I would do. Straight up, uh, when I was a kid, just the the. The, the shenanigans you get into in RuneScape as a kid. I remember having a RuneScape wedding. I don't remember who I got married to, but I definitely remember getting married to someone. So shout out to my, my spouse if you're out there. <laughs> and then Which finally... Michael's married twice because I don't think he ever got a legal RuneScape divorce. So. Oh, I didn't. So you now have a stepson. To get the LFD. Oh, no, oh, no, no, no. So uh, last reply is from Jordy. Um, the thing while shearing sheep. The thing. <laughs> that thing was so f-ing confusing as a kid. Isn't that just like, like in you reference didn't have free, to you the didn't penguins? Have, yeah, it's the Cold War quest. But like you didn't yeah. have free to play, so you're like, are those penguins that already done? It doesn't make any sense. Like it's, Why is there penguins? Element of mystery <laughs> to free to play. Yeah, it's fun stuff, though. Um, so thank you so much to everybody who replied to our community question, whether it was on Spotify or on YouTube. Um, if you want to answer the question for this week, it is going to be, what area of RuneScape would you like to see get a makeover? We'd love to hear your responses, and we'll read them in the next episode. Um, I want to pivot a little bit. This isn't like a structured kind of segment, but I did want to read a couple emails that we got. Um, this, one, this one made me smile, and I, I, I took a screenshot of it and sent it to Oxy. And um, it kind of just, you know, to set this up, like, Reading this email just kind of reminded me why I still want to do this podcast, you know, week after week, why I think that this was a great decision. So this one's from Kyle. He says, hey, guys, I have been binging your podcast and I have not regretted a single second of it. You've given me a new and refreshing opinion on a game that I was being burnt out of, but was still chasing that nostalgic feeling. And now I can truly enjoy the game and not feel obligated to log in every day. It's gotten to the point that even though I have a main account and several Iron Man accounts, I've created a new main to play so I can not skip to the quest dialogue 
and soak in the game with a new perspective you guys have instilled in me. Many thanks and keep up the good work, Kyle. Like that what just a man. I know. What it just man. warms my heart to like I think that I think he's referencing the the do you feel like you have to log in episode mm-hmm. that we did? Yeah. And just talking about you know, like you don't have to play RuneScape if you don't want to play RuneScape. It's mm-hmm. okay to play other games. Because unfortunately, this community, not our community, but the RuneScape community, is very judgmental. Not everyone, but a lot of people are in the fact that if you don't play RuneScape all the time and they know you play RuneScape as well, they'll flame you hard for not playing RuneScape when you can play RuneScape. I don't know why that is. I, I don't feel like that's, I don't feel like it's that way with any other communities but i'm not really ingrained in much uh outside of runescape but you don't have to play the game and to get more into that you go back and listen to that episode because we definitely covered a lot but kyle thank you so much for emailing us thank you for that perspective thank you so much for a bringing a smile to my face and b without really knowing it reminding me and oxy why we do this so thank you so much um there's another email from lucio I think I'm, I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, but they, uh, they sent us a picture. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to email them and ask if we can put it on screen. And if we can, you're seeing it now. But if not, basically they just have uh, the XP Waste podcast pulled up on their phone. And they've definitely gone all over the world at this point. So um, originally from the US, I would assume. And then they took a picture in London. And then they just sent us a picture in Paris. So I know that there are XP wasters out there from all over the world, but it's kind of cool to see like somebody emailing us specifically from these different places mm-hmm. and being like, Hey, I listened to you guys on the plane ride all the way from the U S to London and um, been binging those episodes. So thank you, Lucio shout out to you. So yeah, if you guys want to send us an email, um, obviously the link is in the description, but it is XP at gmail.com. No guarantees. We'll read it on the episode, but we do, even if it's just a quick note to say, hey, um, you know, if we if we haven't heard from you in Discord or maybe you're not in the Discord, um, we would love to hear from you just to say hi and uh, send us an email. So thank you so much. Oh, also, send us a postcard. <laughs> Still haven't gotten anything. I've been checking the P.O. box like at least once a week. I actually delayed starting recording this episode because I wanted to drive to the to the P.O. box to check, but nothing there. So... Um, it's P.O. Box 634, Haslett, Texas, 76052. You can put XP Waste or you can put Michael uh, as the name. And uh, if we get a postcard with a fun question on it, it's guaranteed to be read and answered that week. So send us a postcard, please. <laughs> MB Jones in the, in the recording booth chat said, thank you for the postcard reminder. We're getting one, Oxy. Getting a postcard. Potential, I'm gonna potential. I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a board that goes like on the back in the background here like a cork board and I'm gonna I'm gonna pin every postcard that we get back there. So if you want your postcard in the episodes on YouTube at least, just send me them. The community Please. post board. I'm here for it. The community post board. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was a long ramble for my section, Oxy. Do you have any achievements of the week? I have one or two, yes. This week has been quiet and monumental at the same time, if that makes any sense. So, mm-hmm. 
as far as 99s go this week, I mm. I saw there's two 99s that I have seen. The first was Michael got 99 fishing Yay! this past week, which I think <laughs> he may have mentioned. No, you didn't mention it in the last episode, did you? Because you didn't have 99 fishing when we recorded <gasps> the last episode. So no, Michael got 99 <laughs> fishing. Um, and then the, I want to say it was yesterday or two days ago, Sefer Sefer, I don't think I've ever actually said their name out loud, got 99 fire making in the clan. It like popped up as a clan notification. So that's the 99s. Um, I think, I want to say somebody yesterday, Studer, just got his first quest cape. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what channel he put it in. Um, XP Waste. Oh, it was XP Waste? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he did get his first quest cape. We do love to see that. Um, I think somebody else, did somebody else get a quest cape this week? Uh, I don't think there was any other quest capes. Not that I can see. Yeah, so Studer, congratulations. I also want to give a tiny little shout out to Mima for hitting a thousand medium clues. That's Damn. Big number, big number. Yeah. Good. <laughs> now it's time for the pvm achievement of the week normally we shout out fire capes zelra first gauntlet kc this week's gonna be a little bit different so i got my elite combat achievements but we all know there's only one thing i'll ever shout myself out for and it hasn't happened yet but our friend jesse two fast kills finally completed the Grandmaster Combat Achievements, and has become the first and only member of TNL to obtain the Tuzkal Zuck Slayer Helmet. Wow. Dude, that's now, insane. It, it is insane. Now, a little bit of backstory, why we're not even mentioning the other PVM things this week. Um, Michael, Scape, myself, Jesse, Immortal, you know, people we talk about on the show, Darkseid, TMD, we've been in this community long before XP waste began. Mm-hmm. Jesse and I joined TNL on the exact same day from the exact same stream of scapes, you know? So you're friends with someone for a really long time. And then they achieve this. Like we, mm-hmm. back when we were applying for uh, the clan system, they needed like proof that our group was an actual clan. So we went through levels and achievements, some of the moderators and I, and we took screenshots of various Discord things throughout the year or so that we had all been together. And it was really cool to like watch us celebrate with our friends before the podcast became a thing, which isn't shame to the podcast. It's just, you know, like we always say, it's recognition for the people who came before, the people who kind of built a community with us and around us and sort of inspired us to start talking about these things in a in a broader space mm-hmm. so i personally would like to shout you out jesse congratulations the game finally recognizes what we have known for so long you're a grandmaster of combat i congratulate you on that huge achievement because yeah. literally you're the only one there's two people with the elite combat diaries done in the clan i think and it's me and immortal and Immortal's not technically in the clan um there might be some other stragglers from various um Groups who have come in, like I know we've got people like Kira and Sinta who have like thousands of theater of blood, Casey. So I might not be the only one with the elite in the clan, but you sure as hell are the only one with the grandmaster. So <laughs> that's awesome. For everyone else this week who did achieve something, be it a 99, be it a first Jad kill, be it a first Zalra kill, congratulations to you as well. Um, I don't mean to devalue any sort of first achievement because, you know, like I said at the top of the episode, 
when you talk about the progression of an account, when you talk about the progression of PVM, I'm excited for a thousand Zalra. I failed Zalra 35 times in a single day <laughs> trying to learn Zalra live on Twitch, mind you. I had Michael Scape and Immortal in Discord trying to talk me through Jad phase. <laughs> Literally, they're in Discord. They're like, Oxy, we're going to simplify it for you. When he attacks with one style, you immediately switch prayers to another style. But then I was switching prayers too quickly and still dying at Jad phase. 90 wipes at Theater of Blood has led to 96 completions at Theater of Blood. You know? Yeah. When you talk about progression of the account, it's it's nice to recognize the firsts. We love it. We really, unironically, I do like first fire capes. And if you are out there hunting for it, stream it in Discord because I want to watch it. Mm -hmm. I love being there for that shit. But sometimes you have to recognize and appreciate the high end of things, you know, and that's that's why we've kind of benched the other achievements this week. So I, I have seen some fire capes and things like that. I apologize this week, but to everyone who achieved something, as always, congratulations. Keep posting it in the levels and achievements chat in our discord and we'll be looking to shout you out in the upcoming week. I think it's fun question time, Michael. Time to stop being sappy about old friends and combat achievements. Let's, yeah. let's talk about let's, something fun, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you have the question. You haven't told me, so this will be interesting. I do. I do. Okay, I do have a little bit of a question for you. <laughs> so we have been talking about the Extreme Makeover Gilinor edition, right? Mm -hmm. And like what could what like what elements from real life that we've seen or what elements from other fantasy that we've seen could we incorporate into old school runescape? But we're gonna flip the script for the fun question. Michael, we're building a new room in your house and we're building an expansion to my apartment. Mm -hmm. But the only rule is that this new room and this new expansion has to be themed like a city or a region in Gilinor. What would you want to theme an irl space based off of what we see in runescape oh, wow okay do you have one yet or do you want me to go first uh i i have a couple but i would like you to go first because i don't know what you're gonna pick i've not like hard decided on anything yet so yeah so i haven't man i'm trying to think of i'll, I'll give you a second to look around how about <clears> this <throat> i'll give you a second to look around and uh -huh. then i can kind of give you some of my thoughts if that if that makes sense right well, ah, frick, i'm in the i'm in the fight caves on my main so i can't even i can't just, even log in just check um, it on your groupie question mark i mean i don't have that many teleports no i mean so, look at the like world map you've been oh, the to world map. places enough oh. to know well right? i was trying to see what like the buildings look like outside of just mm -hmm. outside of just like the top down view um mm. cuz originally my first thought is like i'm pretty into like the rustic old um vintage kind of look mm -hmm. i mean you can kind of tell with my background it's like a lot of woods and eclectic stuff so mm -hmm. i feel like barbarian village maybe um i don't know like it just seems like some either like fremenic or barbarian village peep just this. kind of like uh peep the stream michael oh. i'm in remington right now if you like that kind of Kind of Let's rustic y see. wooden look. Yes. Actually, yeah. Remington is it's beautiful. Good. Yeah. Remington's got some good house designs. I do like Remington. Mm -hmm. Um it's got the shelves, you know, it's got the, the random crates in the houses. Um I'm loving the cobblestone on the on the uh 
on the the fountain there, like the well. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. So yeah, just something more like rustic, like uh, like I'm in Canifis right now, and it's kind of it's kind of along those lines of like spooky, kind of run down, but also you know livable. Um, but Priftinus comes to mind as like a pre like a beautiful city, but I don't know that I would like want the crystals and the and the and the a lot of lights. trees. A My lot of cat lights. would be losing her mind <laughs> when the sun came in and reflected off all those crystals. I think B would explode. Yeah, with all those refractions <laughs> on the walls. So yeah, I, I agree that might not be the best. Yeah, um, and then I'm not really into like the stones. Like having like living in a castle for me would be absolutely dreadful because I'm I'm more into like the like the living elements like the woods and things like that. So living mm-hmm. in a living in a stone palace or uh, a castle like if if you go with the lumberage theme, that would just not be my my aesthetic. I would have to be in a castle, but then like put wood paneling up somewhere. <laughs> um, and I like a lot of natural light too. So it would have to be something where. It was a very open, open concept as well. Um, I don't know. Yeah, that that's. But like, it is a tough one. It's certainly not the easiest question I've ever posed. No, no. But I'm also thinking like, what are the elements of this area in RuneScape that would be a benefit to the room that I'm in? Like, am I just gonna have a bunch of coal rocks and like iron ore and stuff if I go with Barbarian Village, like in the middle of the room? <laughs> Or if well, I go no, with Remington, gonna, they're not going to like pull every piece of like you know, like a worldwide aesthetic <laughs> around you. But like you can think of like the theme of the area, what it would, what it might look like. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I dig that. What do you got? I have two places in mind, kind of. I am torn between what I want to do for my two places i'm running through Priff right now to get back to gwyneth just because i want to see what it looks like mm. all right yeah so i have two places in mind yeah i i am confirmed that this place is definitely definitely a good one for me um the first that I, i'm here right now so i'm going to talk about it gwyneth like we talked about earlier turn hide roofs off the housing in gwyneth just north of Priff is gorgeous there's Mm -hmm. some crystal aesthetic you see a little bit of crystalline architecture here and there you know but you can definitely tell overall that like this is a little bit more rustic like these are the elves that are feeling comfortable living outside the city Mm -hmm. and they're close to water which like i've expressed many times on the podcast that like i love being near water i love 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 it and when i'm like away from it for a very long time i just i don't know i feel weird like i like to be near water so i think this kind of location for you the beautiful waterfall kind of leads out into the sea right there's a lot of super cool stuff here Hmm. that i would like um so i think this kind of theme you know the 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 interiors of the houses are a little bit more rustic they've got you know i want to say one of them let me run back over here real quick they've got ranges something has something in like the middle of the floor let me see what this thing is. Let me do a little investigation. Oh, no, that's just a, an ornate cooking range. Yeah, it's got, like, designs and things all over it. Yeah, I know. It's just a nice <laughs> little rustic but also kind of modern house. You know, it's got all the – it's got a little terrace I could walk out on. That would be super cool. That would be a super cool expansion to my apartment. The other one that has always been – I've always been drawn to is Hasidious. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, I, why did I forget about Hasidius, love, bro? That's why I didn't go first, because I figured you would say Hasidius. But, like, I adore the Hasidius um, architecture. I think it's one of the best in the game. I, yeah. I don't know. I love the way it looks. I love the white stone. But it's not quite Falador level. It's not so, like, in your face. Like, ah, yes, pure white stone. Ah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not so up in there like Falador is. But I don't know. I, I'm I want to get it for my POH. Yeah. Like I really want this. I really should be training more construction to get this for my POH. Cause like it's just so cool. You know? And it's not to say that other areas of the game or other areas in Shazian alone, not in Shazian, duh, in Zaya alone don't look cool. But like something about the sort of like rustic farming, everyone's coming together as like a community to like help build this town basically mm-hmm. you know they have all elements of the town that kind of come together and convene in a little marketplace i think that aesthetic has always really appeared appealed to me our fifth member of the group iron man team <laughs> just logged in avengers assemble we're ready um but no if i were if i were to redesign a space in my house or to add a space to my house i think the way that hasidius looks is that's yeah, it, that's that's gonna that's doing it for me right here. That's certainly doing it for me, hundred percent. I think I'm on record saying in an episode that if there was a place I would want to live in RuneScape, it would be in Hosidius or Catherby. I think those were the two that I've said on record mm-hmm. have been a place I want to live. And I don't know how I forgot about Hosidius when thinking about aesthetics because you're right, it's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, it is aesthetically one of the most beautiful places. Yeah. in the game i think i, like, mean, I really like kind of like the the ramparts well mm-hmm. it's gorgeous after they redid it like, like i'm not the into trees. the military state but mm-hmm. you're right the force that they decided to inhabit is gorgeous mm-hmm. um we i mean i i put a lot of shame on the new shazian rework with the pathing but like if you are walking around there yeah it sucks to get around but it's absolutely gorgeous i i really like the the forest that it's in and i think having my apartment in that kind of environment would be awesome the turnoffs are number one everything on the inside is very dark everything is very dark everything is very black varus and haza look super cool but i don't think i could live floor to ceiling pitch black everything <laughs> yeah you know, bloody ramparts everywhere mm-hmm. um and also i I don't want to say I dislike it because I don't think that's the right term, but like I've never been as drawn to that like East Asian architecture that they kind of put in Shazian, you know, they kind mm-hmm. of have like the Japanese inspired buildings and archways and things like that. And while it looks cool as hell, and I really think they've done a beautiful job with Shazian. And when I see that East Asian architecture, I'm like, yeah, that looks cool as hell. I don't think it's ever something that I'm like, oh, yeah, I want my house to look like this. Like, eh, <laughs> probably not, which is like, no, it's just personal preference at that point. It's not meant to be shady or mean. It's just I don't particularly like the interior. Yeah. Like, if you look at the church at Shazian, it's a really good example. They have, like, ceremonial pillows that you sit on. Like, there's no pews. Like, they have really done a good job of representing this in a unique way. But, mm-hmm. you know, I just think it's not quite my style hey you know you like what you like and that's why there's a variety of things that's why some people play runescape 3 they like it you know it's not nothing against you you don't have to apologize 
It was heresy. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't already seen, um, Jagex released a bunch of, of blogs this week. Uh, one of them being they've gone back to the drawing board with the, uh, the PvP arena rewards. That's fun. So go and check those out. I think there is another one about um, uh, unranked uh, group Ironmen. That could be a, an entire episode in its own. That sounds like a lot of fun. So they also released a trailer reveal for the new RPG, like the the tabletop game, the RuneScape Kingdoms. So that's a lot of fun. We'll have the we'll have the, the obviously we'll have all these linked in the description below. But I think that's gonna do it for this episode, guys. Again, as we say every week, thank you so much for listening and interacting with the community and being part of of just what we do here at XP Waste. Um, if you want to check us out on Patreon, it's patreon.com slash XP Waste. We do have a merch store currently open, uh, xpwaste.shop. Uh, you'll find a bunch of great designs. We have our logos on stuff. We have fruit merch. So um, check it out, xpwaste.shop. All the stuff you could ever want um, is also in the description below. So all the links we talked about today and everything there. Um, let's see. We love you guys. We thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you next Thursday. Bye.